You've tuned into The Dr. Lowe Show with naturopathic doctor, Dr. Lauren Noel, where you hear the best in natural medicine, nutrition, and mindset from the world's top doctors, authors, influencers, and Dr. Lowe herself. Trying just to pop a pill for a symptom? You've got the wrong exit. Seeking doable ways to live a happier, healthier life and have fun doing it? Welcome to The Dr. Lowe Show. Hello, welcome back to another show. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Noel, aka Dr. Lowe. It is so good to have you. I am in the middle of my day. I'm seeing patients today, and uh, it's been a great day so far. I am uh, really looking forward to a lecture that I'm going to be giving on May 11th. I wanted to make sure I invite you guys to that. So let me tell you about it. I actually talked about it on the podcast last week, and it is coming up. So I'm giving a talk called Wine, Women, and Hormones, and this is on May 11th. It's at 12 o'clock Pacific time, and you can watch it from anywhere. So it's a Zoom live call. And basically on that event, I'm going to be talking about bioidentical hormones, just getting hormone facts straight, because there's a lot of misconceptions and myths about bioidentical hormones. So if you join me on that, you can bring your questions. There's Q&A that's highly encouraged, and I'm here to answer your questions. So to check that out, you go to lavitarx.com. So that's L-A-V-I-T-A-R-X.com. And if you just click on events, you'll see all the information there and you can get registered. Make sure you register though, because that's required, but I'm looking forward to seeing you on that. And before before we jump into the show, I want to give some love to our show sponsors. So I have two show sponsors. Number one is Haya Health. So I've been raving about this company. This is my multivitamin that I give to Zion. And this is one I'm recommending for all my patients who have kids. And it's a daily children's multivitamin. And the reason why I love it is because for one, it doesn't have any sugar. It's actually, it, what's really cute too. I was like looking on their website and it was created by dads. It's so cute. So they created the multivitamin and I just love that. That's so cute that dads created that for their kids. So the reason why I love this vitamin is because it doesn't have sugar. It's not gummy. Basically it's made from whole food. So it's made with fruits and vegetables. There's 12 organic fruits and veggies and it has 15 essential vitamins and minerals and it's chewable. It's just one per day. So you don't have to do multiple vitamins a day and it's naturally sweetened. So because it doesn't have sugar, they add natural sugar-free sweeteners. So monk fruit, which is a super fruit, and it gets its sweetness actually from its antioxidants. And it also has a touch of mannitol, which is an all natural sweetener found in fruits and vegetables. And dentists actually recommend this in fighting against tooth decay. So just for so many different reasons, I love this. So if you want to check that out, you go to Haya Health is H-I-Y-A health.com slash Dr. Lowe and enter Dr. Lowe at checkout and you'll get $50 off your first order. And then if you decide you like it, you want to continue, then you just get basically it auto ships. You get 30 days worth of vitamins. They're sent to you every month and you use the same bottle because they send basically a blank bottle with stickers and then your kiddos get to decorate it and just make it so cute and personalized. So I just love that it's eco-friendly because they don't constantly send you things you have to throw away. 
So that's Haya Health. And then our other show sponsor is Paleo Valley. Their superfood greens is my favorite greens drink that I've come across for a few reasons. One, it doesn't have any cereal grasses. So virtually every other greens or superfood powder on the market, it contains a heavy dose of cereal grasses, such as wheatgrass, barley grass, oat, or rye. But unfortunately, because humans can't properly digest grass, buying a cereal grass powder is a lot of times like just flushing money down the toilet because you have good intentions to take all these nutrients in. But if you're not digesting it properly, then you're not going to absorb it. So I always say you are what you absorb. It's not just you are what you eat, but it's you are what you absorb. So I love the organic super greens because it tastes really good. It has enzymes. So you digest it even better. It doesn't have the cereal grasses. It's organic and non-GMO. And so there's 23 organic superfoods that are included. So kale, broccoli, spirulina, spinach, kale sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower. I'm not going to read them all to you because it'd be too long, but you just put a tablespoon in some water drink it down. It tastes really good. And even Zion likes it. So he's kind of my gauge for how good things are for kids. So if you want to get your Paleo Valley Super Greens or any of their products that they have, you can get 15% off as my listeners. You just go to paleovalley.com and then enter Dr. Lowe at checkout. All right. So before we jump into the show, I want to say one more thing that if you've been listening to this podcast and maybe you're just getting a feeling like there's something going on with you health-wise, you want to get some testing done. Maybe you want to be a patient. I would be happy to work with you. I work with patients locally in San Diego and all over the country. So if you're not local and you want to get some health support, I'm happy to work with you. So Basically how it works, we do an appointment over the phone. I order labs that I see as necessary for you. And then when we have our follow-up, I go over all those labs with you and put together a health plan. And then we retest in a few months, see how things have improved. And I really just guide you through it. I coach you through it and help you to get better. We do a lot of other testing like micronutrients. We check stool testing, gluten testing, food sensitivities. I do a lot with fertility. I work a lot with women who are dealing with hormone changes. So I would be so thrilled to work with you. So if you'd like to set up an appointment, the best way would be to go to our website, shine, S-H-I-N-E, naturalmedicine.com. And you can send us a message on there or give us a call and we can get something set up. All right, let's jump into the show and talk all about metabolism and how to have a healthy lifestyle. So this isn't a yo-yo thing anymore. Okay, let's do it. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back. So we're doing a topic that so many of you can relate to. I was just telling my guests before we started recording that so many of my patients are saying before 2020, I was doing so well, I was eating well, I was sleeping, I was doing all these things, taking care of myself and boom, March rolls around. And then from there, I went into survival mode. I you know, slipped back into old habits, whether it's drinking or eating like crap or all the things. And so a lot of my appointments, it's focused on bringing it back to the basics so I know a lot of you guys will relate to this. And, and also a lot of my patients have said, ever since 2020, I've brought on all this weight. I can't lose it. And now that I have kids at home, I'm just so busy. I'm just in survival mode. So I'm looking forward to my guest being able to just give some practical takeaways and some solutions that may help you. So my guest is Nagina Abdullah, and she is a health coach for women's professionals, for physicians, and 
seven-figure entrepreneurs, and she's founder of the website masalabody.com. And she teaches women to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds, even if they're working 60 plus hours a week and if they tried everything. She has a degree in molecular and cell biology from UC Berkeley and has helped over 700 professional women successfully lose weight and create a lifestyle change. And she's been featured in health.com, business insider, people.com, and a lot more. So thank you so much for being my guest. Welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's so good to have you. And we're on the opposite sides of the country. You're in New Jersey. I'm in San Diego, but technology is amazing. So we're able to have this conversation. Yes, I agree. I know it's so amazing. It's a beautiful day over here on the East Coast, and I'm sure it is over there on the West Coast too. Normally, yes, but it's actually raining, which oh. it never rains. We need it. We need it. I love the focus you have because it's practical. It's helping women who are busy making things happen, hitting their goals, but they're just having a hard time being healthy in the meantime. So we're able to really support them. How did you even get into this? Why is this even something that you focus on? Oh, absolutely. I became a health coach as a result of a personal transformation and personal struggles that I had for my entire life where I had always been on a diet ever since I was around 16 years old, well into my 20s, into my 30s. I was always dieting because I just didn't feel comfortable in my body. And I had a vision of how I wanted to look and how I wanted to feel. And I'm not afraid to, to say I wanted to look hot in a two piece. I wanted to be able to wear a bikini. Nothing and- wrong with that. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I I wanted to feel empowered in my body and be able to be free to wear whatever I chose or didn't choose not to have my feeling of being uncomfortable and bloated be the reason that I'm not doing something. And and I wanted to have a certain look and that was important to me. And, And as I got older, it was more than how I looked. It was also about the fact that I wanted to be healthy and I wanted to be active. I wanted to be able to do lots of activities with my family and my friends and be able to have that continue on later on in life. And so I had struggled and tried every diet out there. I had tried Atkins. I had tried Weight Watchers. I tried eating less and exercising more and everything that I tried, they would work to help me lose five to 10 pounds. And the minute I would hit that 10 pound or so number, I would start eating all the foods that I hadn't been eating for the last 10 pounds. And I would put the weight back on and sometimes even put more on. And I struggled through this yo-yo of putting on weight and losing it and never really living in the body that I was happy with for decades. But what happened is that after I was in my 30s, I had my children, my two children, who one of them, my son is now 11, and my daughter is now 10. And when I had them, I was working in a very demanding job, working 60 plus hours a week, traveling, and I'm also raising two children. And I was at the maximum weight that I had ever been. And I actually, it was destroying my confidence. When I would look in the mirror, I wouldn't see the person that I knew at all. None of my clothes fit me and I didn't want to buy a size bigger. And the worst part is that I had no energy to take my kids for walks or for runs or to do anything active. And at that point, I realized, I needed to make a shift and need to make a change. And I couldn't go on diets and restrict myself because that had not worked for decades before. And so I started reviewing all the scientific information I had known about as getting my degree in molecular and cell biology. And I started reading and I learned that there's actually foods that you can add to boost your metabolism versus going on a diet to restrict yourself. And Mm -hmm. so I started adding some of these foods. And what happened is that I started feeling full 
and satisfied. And my food even started tasting really good because some of the things I added were metabolism boosting spices. And what happened to me has really framed the next decade of my life. I lost Mm. 40 pounds in nine months. And to frame this a little bit better, I I had to lose 20 pounds to get to my pre-pregnancy weight. I lost 20 pounds more than that and got to the healthiest body I'd ever been in. I was able to actually run on the beach into the waves in a bikini with a two-year-old because I had lost the weight and done it in such a healthy way. And I was finally at the place I had dreamed of. Now it's been 10 years and I've not only kept the weight off, but I've become more toned and fit and active. I snowboard regularly. I go hiking. I go rock climbing. I go swimming, go to the beach, do lots of stuff that would have been hard for me to do having that extra 40 pounds on me. And so now I help other women who are also busy professionals learn how to create a lifestyle shift and live their dream life in their dream body for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And it's the fact that you went through it and you got to the other side of it. And that obviously gives a lot of credibility that you know what you're talking about and worked really well for you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. And I can relate to, I have a soon to be two-year-old and I'm in a state right now where I am pulling out of burnout. I recently was exposed to mold. I'm just really kind of in the midst of treating all of that. So I'm very inspired (laughs) by your story. And I look forward to the day where I'm feeling great again. And I shared this on my podcast. I'm very real about it. I know I'm a doctor, but we're humans too. You deal with things. So I'm really curious in in a little bit, I'm going to pick your brain of all the things that you did that obviously worked for you. (laughs) But before let's take a step back real quick. So like, why is this so hard for women? What are the challenges just in eating healthy? And the key is consistently. Yes, absolutely. We'll see. Now, this is the thing, like when we were in our twenties, we had more time for ourselves. There was not so many people depending on us. We didn't know many of us, including I'm sure you were very busy with education and were very busy with getting their career going, but there's still more flexibility in that we only really had to be responsible for ourselves. And not to mention our metabolism is a lot quicker when you're in your twenties and even early Mm thirties. And so what happens is that as women naturally get older, not even older, but just to 30s, 40s, you still look youthful, you're still able to do everything, our metabolism starts to slightly slow. And sometimes you'll find that things that you were able to do 10 years ago are no longer working. You can't lose the weight as quickly and easily. And in addition to that, the reason that it's so hard is because we now are in a different lifestyle. We're in a different phase of our life. So women are like having children or even more into your career or both also having a spouse or a partner. And if you're not just cooking for yourself, you have to think about everyone and you have to juggle all of these things while you have a full-time job or you have more things on your plate. And for us to do the same things as before, we, first of all, our metabolism is different. Second of all, we don't necessarily have the time to do it before. And if you quickly do a sprint and try to lose weight, what often happens is that women will lose some weight, but then they'll put it right back on because of their lifestyle. They're not able to keep it off like they were before. And so Mm -hmm. that's where really focusing on creating a lifestyle shift is the only answer when you're in your thirties and beyond. Because Mm -hmm. going on diets, all that will happen is that you'll lose weight and you will put it back on. And while you're losing it, it'll be very restrictive and miserable. It won't feel sustainable. And if if the journey isn't sustainable, there's no way the destination is sustainable. 
-hmm. but it is very possible to lose weight in a way where you feel good. You feel energy. You don't have sugar crashes. You actually have energy and you're loving the journey. You're loving everything you're eating. You're learning so many new dishes that make your body release fat very quickly and also keeps you full and satisfied. And that's the way that you're going to be able to keep it off when you get there. And so that's why as we move into this next phase of life, it's important for women to look back and say, what worked for me before may not work for me again. And I need to make deeper changes so that I'm actually living a healthy lifestyle. And that way I can live in this body for 10, 20, 30, 40 years in the future. Yeah, for sure. And letting go of that mental chatter that you should be doing all these things that you did in your twenties. You know, I mean, I remember getting up, I used to have this morning routine. I was like at least an hour, sometimes two hours. I get the tea and read the book and the essential oils, all the things. And now it's so challenging to have that consistency. But I think part of it is because I'm like, if I'm not doing all that stuff, I whatever, screw it. Like it's not even worth doing a morning routine. But that's a huge point you brought up is do a lifestyle shift because I have a different set of circumstances now than I used to have. And I'm in a different state of just health in general. So it has Mm -hmm. to be easy, has to be manageable. And that lifestyle shift is Mm -hmm. key. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. That's so true. And it's, I can understand how you used to do a two hour morning routine, which sounds amazing. And like oh a God. huge luxury. It was amazing. <laughs> but I will say I get so much more done now than I did back then. Cause I, yes. it's like, I just, you, you got it. You only have this amount of time. And if you don't do it, the rest of your week is hell. So it's helped me to be a more efficient, but haven't gotten the lifestyle shift yet, but yet yeah. is the magic word. Yes, absolutely. And the other thing is, so it doesn't have to be all or nothing, because Mm -hmm. though you may not have time to do a two hour morning routine, you may have time to still do a morning routine that's faster and still makes you feel really good. And there's Mm -hmm. definite ways that you can do that. It doesn't have to necessarily be be as much time, but you can actually start your day feeling replenished and feeling refreshed and feeling positive. And that's the main thing is what is the outcome of that routine? It was to give you the feelings that you were looking for and it's still possible. Thanks. (laughs) So we'll get more into the specifics in terms of how to do a lifestyle shift and more about the nutrition and all that kind of stuff. But while we're still in the weeds a little bit, let's talk about some of the things that get in the way of having a healthy metabolism. So let's talk about sugar. How does sugar affect our metabolism? Oh, absolutely. So now sugar is one of those things that we all know we're supposed to have less of in order to be healthier, but it just tastes so good. And it's in so many things. And so from reality, it's, it can seem really challenging. Now, one of the biggest things about sugar is that when you have some sugar, it makes you want more sugar and it's like a drug. It is a drug. And so the thing is we could kind of tell ourselves, I don't want to have sweets. I'm going to avoid sweets. Maybe I'll have it a couple of times a week. And even that in itself can be challenging, but at least we know what to avoid. But what happens is that sugar is in so many of our common foods that we're eating and it's hiding in so many of those foods that we are eating sugar without realizing that something actually has sugar and sugar is in any food that is a quick burning carbohydrate. So like any food that's a quick burning carbohydrate, it could be that processed protein bar that you feel like is healthy. Well, it will break down quickly to sugar. And that sugar is going to be stored as fat in your blood. And it's going to be taken out of your bloodstream and stored as fat in your body. 
And the thing about sugar and how it reduces our metabolism is that it's basically when you have a sugar rush, like when you eat something that tastes really good, like whether it's a cupcake or a brownie or a donut or anything along those lines, or even something like pasta or something like a protein bar, it gets broken down to sugar very quickly. And then insulin, one of our hormones is released and insulin takes sugar, takes it out of our bloodstream and it's stored as fat in our body. And this just starts to show up more in your mid thirties, forties and beyond, because our bodies are less forgiving at that point. Unfortunately, you still can eat sugar. You still can. In fact, I teach women and I personally have sugar like at least once a week, but I manage how much sugar I'm having and Mm -hmm. taking out sugar was the number one reason that I dropped 40 pounds in nine months. And that's what happened. I dropped 40 pounds in nine months. One of the biggest reasons was I reduced sugar, but as a result of reducing sugar, I added in other foods so that I wasn't having sugar cravings. And one of the things that we feel, and I used to feel this too, is that you could feel out of control around sugar and like you're born with sugar cravings. Right. But what's actually happening is that you're not giving your body the filling protein and metabolism boosting foods. And because you're not giving your body enough of the right foods, it's crying out in the form of sugar cravings. Mm-hmm. But what it really needs is more nutritious, delicious foods that are satisfying you. And then those sugar cravings actually disappear. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of how that works. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I try to tell patients, don't beat yourself up because this isn't like a just a willpower thing. When we do labs, I'll see they have all these deficiencies, right? Like zinc and B vitamins and chromium and copper. And I explained to them, if you have these deficiencies, you're going to crave sugar like crazy. We work a lot on supplementation, but especially bringing in the foods that provide these different nutrients. So you're not craving sugar so much because you're craving it for a reason. It's not just because you're a failure and you have no willpower. It's for a reason. So listening to those messages and getting underneath them, what's at the root is that's the answer. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that you said that because it really can feel like it's a full game of willpower that maybe Mm -hmm. you just feel like you're not mentally strong enough to resist that chocolate chip cookie um, or to resist something else. But what happens, and I see this time and time again with our clients is that when they come in and they learn how to eat foods that are keeping them satisfied, they don't even want the sweets that are put in front of them. In fact, exactly. Yeah. And that's what can happen. And I work with many physicians who, as, as you probably know, there's like lots of sweets that are brought to their offices and to to (laughs) break areas. And it's really hard to resist. But when you start eating a balanced breakfast, lunch, dinner, you have a plan for a snack, someone could come and put like chocolate chip cookies and, and brownies right in front of you. And you would just walk by because you actually no longer crave it because it's not about willpower. That's the wrong equation. That doesn't even apply. Mm -hmm. It's about how well you're taking care of yourself nutritionally and how you're eating the foods that are satisfying you. So those sugar cravings aren't crying out anymore. Mm-hmm. Amen. So mm-hmm. let's say there's someone listening and they're going, Oh my gosh, I'm totally in this cycle. I want to lose 40 pounds in nine months, but I can't kick the cookie addiction. Or maybe at night I want my wine every night and I want my cheese and cracker. I feel like I'm talking to someone specifically that's listening. I don't know why, but you know, <laughs> really just how the heck can they start to tease through this because they're obviously in survival mode but don't want to stay in that mode. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be about survival mode. And I call this, I do call this like all or nothing where it's that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Like sometimes we wake up in the morning and we feel like I'm going to be healthy today. This is going to be my day. And maybe, maybe that person has a healthy breakfast and even has a healthy lunch. But then in mid afternoon, she starts feeling cravings and can't control wanting to get a frappuccino or wanting to get something sweet. And after that happens, it's easy to say, well, I already had that sugary snack. Forget about the rest of the day. I'm right. just going to have like, I'm just going to order pizza or order Chinese food. And then I'll start again tomorrow. And I love to share this analogy, which is about if you were parallel parking a car and you bumped into the bumper in back of you, would you keep going in that direction or would you turn (laughs) around and go the other way? It's the same thing here where, yes, you had a sugary snack. That's fine. You can be more accepting of it and say, okay, let me see. Let me backtrack and try to understand why I had that. Maybe tomorrow I'll have a healthier snack, but it doesn't mean that the rest of the day is gone. It's not gone. That's a diet mentality to feel like you're either perfect or you're not perfect. For you to actually feel like this is a lifestyle means that there is sugar. That's part of our lives. And you made a choice for sugar during the afternoon. And during the rest of the day, you already had your sugar fix. So you can get back on track and be healthy again. Mm -hmm. And that's perfect. That's the different way, the different mindset of how to look at making these choices about sugar. Sometimes we feel out of control. That's going to happen. And it doesn't have to end your day. Then you just turn around and make the healthy choice the next time. Wow. It's so good. And that's, that is a clear difference in a simple lifestyle shift versus a yo-yo. Cause if mm-hmm. you had gone down that dark road of screw it, I'm a failure. I'm going to do all the crazy things tonight and then try to do better the next day. That's technically a yo-yo. You went back mm-hmm. and forth, but just having that sugary drink and then getting back on it, you're still in line with that lifestyle shift. You're not a failure and you're not a failure either way. Okay. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love exactly. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's talk more about what are some of the foods that can be added in that help with metabolism? Oh my gosh. Okay. Absolutely. I love to talk about this because I love to talk about foods that we're adding. So that's really key because all of the diets out there talk about what we need to take out. And then that in itself is a very negative way to view your transformation and to view yourself being in your dream body. It's you have to be so negative and restrictive to live the life you want. It's easy to say it's not worth it. And Mm -hmm. so instead we can turn this conversation around and say, what delicious foods do we get to add to our diet? And how do we make them taste so good that we actually crave the foods that are burning fat from our mm-hmm. love it. And that's what happens. And so every single thing that I say is really valuable. So those that are listening, I would love it if you take notes, because I'm going to start with something general. I'm going to get really specific. And each okay. and every one of these are very important. So the first thing is what I call protein more. And when you have more protein in your diet, meaning you have protein at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So you wouldn't want to have a breakfast that's like fruit and orange juice. You would mm-hmm. always want to have either eggs, either a protein powder smoothie or Greek yogurt or cottage cheese with berries. Those are three mm-hmm. examples for all different kinds of tastes. 
boosts. When you have a protein at every meal, it boosts your metabolism and it satisfies you. If you don't have that protein, you're going to feel sugar cravings because your blood sugar is going to be going up and down. Protein helps to stabilize your blood sugar and satisfy you. And it boosts your metabolism. It's the number one reason that women that I have been seeing have been losing 50 pounds in eight months or 20 pounds in three months. It's one of the key principles Mm -hmm. um, that really changes your whole day. It makes you feel satisfied. The second thing is what I call tasty vegetables. And it leads into the third piece, the third recommendation. So Everybody knows that we're supposed to eat more vegetables, but the biggest reason and objection I hear to eating more vegetables is that it just doesn't taste that good. Like people aren't that excited about it. And so the key is that vegetables, if you can imagine this, you can get to a place where your body is craving vegetables Mm -hmm. and the way to get to that place, because once you get there, everything is downhill after that. Like once your stomach is craving vegetables and you have to have it at every meal, that is when your fat burning starts to accelerate. And that's when you've created that lifestyle shift where you're craving vegetables instead of sugar. And it's Mm -hmm. very possible for this to happen. Now, the number one way to um, crave vegetables is to add metabolism boosting spices onto your vegetables. And that's my number three recommendation. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is in order for your vegetables to taste good, you don't have to do anything fancy. You don't have to cook it for hours. You don't have to sit and stir and, and roast and broil and do all the techniques. All you have to do is sprinkle spices on your vegetables that make it taste so good. And I'm going to give some examples of tasty, easy ones. So all the spices, they have amazing metabolism boosting components to them. So they actually help burn fat faster. One of the really great uh, spices to sprinkle on is cumin. Mm -hmm. And cumin, what cumin does is it has been shown that if you have a teaspoon a day, you could lose 30% more belly fat in three months than if you didn't. And this has been proven in multiple studies. So what cumin does is it accelerates fat burning in your belly and it tastes great on vegetables. The other thing that's really great is the spice coriander and coriander. What that does, it's the powder from the seeds of cilantro. And it's very simple to buy this in any store. And so what coriander does is it helps de-bloat your belly and your body. It helps to reduce water retention. And so if you sprinkle this on your vegetables, you'll notice that your belly will also start to decrease. And not only are you eating more vegetables, you're getting that water retention out of your belly. And then one more that I'll mention, and then I'll just give a a bonus one is to use turmeric. And turmeric is like a very popular spice right now, but it's been around for centuries and our ancestors were using all of these spices, but turmeric was really one of the big ones. Mm -hmm. And turmeric is a golden yellow color, but it's very mild. Like all of these spices that I'm talking about, they're all mild. None of them are spicy. You don't have to have a spicy spice to get the benefits. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so turmeric, what it does is it lowers your inflammation and specifically how that affects us is that it lowers our puffiness in our faces, in our bellies, in our thighs, it lowers that inflammation and it does it in such a natural way. And so if you just sprinkle a half teaspoon or a teaspoon on your vegetables, like whether it's bell peppers or cauliflower, it will give it a beautiful yellow color. If it's cauliflower, asparagus, green beans 
beans, Brussels sprouts, anything. And then sprinkle also a little bit of salt and pepper, put that in the oven at 400 degrees for 15 minutes with any of those spices that I mentioned, or even mixing them together, you're going to really see all of the benefits that I'm talking about from burning away belly fat, decreasing water retention, de-bloating your belly, and also reducing inflammation in your body. And what's really amazing is that your vegetables are going to taste so delicious that I have stories of families, um, like of clients that I've had women that were making these vegetables because we have so many recipes of exact combinations and portions. And one of our clients, she made a whole vegetables tray for her week. And then her kids ate her vegetables. And she was like, (laughs) not expecting for her kids to eat her vegetables. She thought that off base that nobody would want it, but it was tasting so good. And so these are some secrets that when you make these secrets, and I hope you can see Dr. Lowe, how this is so different than a diet. Yeah. This is a lifestyle shift. You start learning how to like the things that are good for your body. And then you're, you stay at the weight that you dream of forever. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. And it's exactly what medicine is all about is what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Cause there's healing benefits of these foods too, aside from metabolism. So there's a synergy of chemicals that are in plants that really it gives us a bit of a humility pill because we just, we can't know everything. That's really the synergy of foods that is beyond our level of understanding. Mm-hmm. But when we get things from foods instead of from supplements or medications or whatever, there's all these added benefits that we don't even know about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. So true. Yes. I, I totally agree. Now about the protein, how much protein do you usually recommend for women? What I recommend is that you, for your body weight, you start off with 50% of your body weight. So for someone that's uh, 150 pounds, you would start off with 75 grams of protein. So one gram or 50% protein based on grams of your body weight. Mm -hmm. So it'd be 75 grams, but then over time, as you're starting there, and then you're starting to to add this into your diet, it's going to be easier to add more because Mm -hmm. you just need some time to get used to it. And ultimately I do recommend one gram per pound of body weight. And that's Mm -hmm. really ideal to keep your metabolism high. I've helped women in their forties and fifties who were in perimenopause and menopause and nothing was working. Nothing was budging until they started following the principles that I laid out. Mm -hmm. And then everything started coming off and and it was even without exercise, which is amazing, but so true because weight loss is 80% of what you eat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So during those nine months, (laughs) were there any other things that you implemented that you felt like really made a big difference in that journey? Okay. In the nine months when I lost the 40 pounds. So several things were around living a lifestyle that I thought I could continue. So there's a few things I did that are very unconventional. One of the things is that I did eat chocolate desserts and, and I had cocktails. And that was important to me because that was the life that I liked leading. I liked being able to go out and have a drink, be able to order drinks, multiple drinks, have dessert. That was who I was. And and if I had to take that out of my life, I knew that I would be very resentful of that. And so really learning how to balance those in, but then learning like healthier versions of them. So learning how can I have a low sugar cocktail? What are some ways that I can go out to eat, but I don't have to completely blow up all of my results, but I can still enjoy myself and Mm -hmm. learning those 
learning how to balance those things. But one of the one of the things that really jump started me in this 40 pound weight loss was a tip that I'll share that is so easy to implement and it gives you such amazing results. And that was I used to love having sugar in my coffee. In fact, I thought Splenda was healthier, which I mean it's mm-hmm. healthier than sugar, but it still is not going to be helpful for your journey off of sugar because you're still addicted to the taste of sweet mm-hmm. when you're having Splenda. But I would have a cup of coffee with two packs of Splendas in it. And then I would have a whole like fourth cup or half cup of French vanilla creamer. And Mm -hmm. I loved my morning coffee. It was like my moment that I had. (laughs) It was everything. And when I started thinking about the fact that I was supposed to not have sugar and that it was supposed to come out of my coffee, I literally almost quit. I just said, this is not going to be worth it for me because Mm. I can't, I, I love my coffee. It's like my time for myself. But then I found out this hack which worked so beautifully. And that is that instead of having sugar or Splenda, instead you add the spice cinnamon, the sweet spice cinnamon to -hmm. your coffee. And what that does, or your tea or your smoothie, if you're not having any caffeine, and what that does is it lowers your blood sugar. It's actually known to lower your blood sugar, um, but it still gives you that sweet taste that you're craving. It doesn't give it to, to you in the extent of sugar. So sometimes in the beginning, you may need to bring down the sugar a bit and then add cinnamon. And over time, you'll only need cinnamon. And I was able to take out the French vanilla creamer. I was able to take out the Splendas and actually transition towards having black coffee with cinnamon. And my weight just kept dropping off from Mm. there. And it was like, I transitioned to not really needing sugar anymore. So Mm. that was another key thing that I did and tried to balance my lifestyle. Like I told you, I still was doing the things I wanted to, but I just did it maybe once or twice a week. Like I would have drinks and dessert once or twice a week instead of like four or five days a week. And then one more final thing is that I did add some strength training to my regimen. And most of this weight, it did come off because of food, but because I implemented strength training, which means I started lifting weights from going to the gym and doing machines to just doing dumbbells. I started doing squats. What happened is that started completely transforming my body to become a fat burning machine. And what that means is that as you have more muscle and tone on your body, you have to burn more calories because muscle burns more calories than fat. Mm-hmm. And as I lost the 40 pounds, the reason I've been able to keep it off for so many years very easily is because I had more tone on my body. So even while I'm sitting and watching Netflix with my husband, I'm burning more fat because muscle burns more fat. And if you miss a couple weeks of exercise, you still have that tone on your body. It doesn't just disappear mm-hmm. like it would have if I was just doing cardio. So wow. that was really key for me. And, and now I'm in my forties and forties and above is when things start to change change and having that strength, it really keeps your metabolism high, well into your forties, fifties and beyond. And you can start that in your thirties. So cool. And what I love about your story is that you did these incremental changes over time. You didn't do a complete 180 in one day and make all these changes right away. Cause if you did, you would have swung back and done the whole yo-yo thing. It was slow and steady changes. Yes, absolutely. That's key. And it's not perfectionism. It's just progress moving in the right direction. So good. Any final things about this topic? And then we can let people know how to 
follow you? Well, the thing about this is that it's absolutely doable. When you start with these small steps, like starting with cinnamon in your coffee, starting with adding some protein at breakfast, starting with adding one spice to your veggies at dinner, that's really the way this happens. But a lot of times you may feel like you are not sure about how to do it all on your own. And that's where having a guide really comes into play. But you can see a lot of results just by getting started on these few things that I've mentioned. And just imagine what life will be when you have all of these things dialed in, you know what you're having for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and everything has shifted for you. Mm -hmm. I guess one little final practical question would be for the busy parents, especially the busy mom that's working and she has kids. How in the heck can she implement a system to where not only is she able to eat consistent meals, but also her kids too? Like how can that realistically happen? I'm asking for a friend. Yes, totally. So this is something where um, also I have some advice that's a little unconventional, but it works. And this is the fact that a mom should always put herself first. Mm -hmm. And it's really important for the mom to eat well, because if mom doesn't eat well, she starts to wear down and Mm -hmm. she starts to become very tired and lethargic. And then how is a mom serving her children by being that person? And so what's really important that a mom knows what she's eating for the week. And this can come into play in different ways. I teach a lot about family-friendly meals that everybody can eat. And there may be one common base, like one common entree, but then maybe the kids are eating more of the faster burning carbs. And maybe the mom is eating more of the vegetables. Of course, it's nice if the kids are eating vegetables, but the mom definitely is having more of those vegetables. Mm -hmm. And so like really changing the ways, changing, like just changing changing some of the side dishes that can really make a difference. For example, we have a really nice recipe that's called crock pot taco soup. And Mm. so with crock pot taco soup, if for those that eat meat, they add meat, there's veggies, there's tomatoes, and then there's some mild Mexican seasoning. And then when it's made in the crock pot, it's very little work because you just put everything in there and it's just very simple. There's not that much chopping or anything required. And then at dinner time, the kids may have that soup, but they may be adding lots of cheese on top, maybe a little sour cream. Maybe they even have it in a tortilla. And then mom may be eating the crock pot soup, but then having a big salad next to it. And that's her way of doing it, but you're still eating the same meal. And so there's, yeah. And there's multiple meals like this. And when you learn, it really takes only three to five of these meals before you feel like you can get this in a rotation. And at least you have leftovers, no matter what, even if the kids have something else. Mm -hmm. Um, The other method for busy moms is really to keep it simple. So I advise on moms eating only one breakfast throughout the week, or maybe one to two breakfasts so that you don't even have to think about your breakfast. We don't have time in the mornings, right? That's the time where we're like, we just want to get going. So if you have that really nice go-to smoothie that you love or go-to Greek yogurt or whatever it may be, you just eat it without thinking. And then at lunch and at dinner, you have go-to meals that are very simple, like using things like sheet pan meals, where you put your protein and veggies with some spices on a sheet pan and just roast it for 20 minutes. And then you make enough so that it lasts you for the week. So one of my go-to lunches, you used to be salmon and asparagus. And I would roast two pounds of salmon on Monday with asparagus. And then it was my lunch every day with spicy mustard and some other sides I would have. And that 
that was really easy. And I actually looked forward to it. And I love the fact that I didn't have to think about it during my busy day. And at dinner, it's also nice to have a couple go-to meals so that if you're having a family dinner, that's great. But if you're not, maybe you have something simple that you can pull together that it doesn't require cooking. It's more about assembly. Like you Mm -hmm. have the greens in your fridge, you have chopped vegetables already. Maybe you have like chicken that you can quickly make or fish that you can quickly make, or for vegetarians, you could just have more veggies or have tofu that you can quickly make and put it on top of it. And you have a nice sauce that's low sodium and then you're done. So it's really being simple and taking out this feeling that we have to eat different meals every day. That's a myth that it does not serve a busy mom. And you can stay completely healthy by changing your meals week to week and not changing them day to day. That's so good. Keep it simple. It doesn't have to be so changeable throughout the week. Have a plan and just do that for the week and then you can change it the next week. It's a great system. Yeah, exactly. I love this. Okay. So how can our listeners follow you? And I know you also have something really cool coming up too. Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, I have a special recipe book called Seven Spicy Recipes to Melt Away Your First Seven Pounds. This is a tested and perfected recipe book that burns belly fat, back fat, and makes you feel so energized. And so this is available at my website, masalabody.com, which is spelled M like Mary, A-S like Sam, A-L like Lion, A-Body. B-O-D-Y, masalabody.com. And that is a really special recipe book. You're going to get some of the favorites that so many moms and so many professional women are using, including my thigh thinning curry, which is delicious and easy as a family meal. And then I also will be sending you some emails and newsletters after that. We'll be in communication so you know what's going on. So absolutely check that out at masalabody.com. And then I have a special workshop that I've put together. It's called the five day slim down for fierce feminine leaders. It is a live workshop starting on May 10th. And I'm going to be talking about the four pillars to boost your metabolism and lose 20 to 60 pounds, including my metabolism boosting morning routine, which only takes less than five minutes. And also my fat burning food framework, where I teach you exact food to pair and in what quantities to get your metabolism going and to melt your fat away. And you can get your spot for this at masalabody.com forward slash slim down. And I'm going to be live every day for five days teaching you about each of these elements. And there's just so much value. So many people lose between four and 10 pounds in only the five days. And then they go on to lose so much more after that from the principles they learned. Super cool. I love that. I appreciate you so much and all the work you're doing and definitely looking forward to checking out those programs. I'm sure my listeners are feeling the same. So thank you so much again for spending time with us and for all that you do. Thank you so much. I loved being here. Yeah. I loved having you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Low Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And for more after the show, you can head over to drlowshow.com where you can find the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with all your friends. And please head over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review and leave a comment. I read each and every one and they warm my heart. Thank you so much again for joining us. I promise to keep bringing you fun, inspiring, empowering content. Until next time, lots of love and I'll talk to you soon.